You're listening to the two dumb users. Uh, playoffs? Don't talk about it. playoffs. You kidding me? Playoffs? Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the Two Dumb Yenzers. This is episode 232. I'm wow. here this morning with my favorite person in the whole wide world. Mike, how you doing today, man? I'm I'm doing great. Um, I'm prepared, I'm focused, I'm ready to go. Good, good. I wish I could say the same. I came to my desk here this morning and <laughs> I am missing, Mike, I am missing my Friday pen. I have a, I have a, Sneaky suspicion on who might have taken it. Um, no. Somebody that comes halfway up to my uh, side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> here's what happened. <laughs> I was downstairs at the studio here yesterday, and he comes uh-huh. down and he says, Dad, I need um, a pencil because he's getting ready to do his homework. Yeah. And I said, go up on my desk, and um, there's a pencil right there. So this morning when I came to do our thing, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. Of course, the pencil's gone because he took it. But the pen that was Friday, which I don't even recall what it says on it now, is missing. And I could just see him taking it to school with him. Oh, God. And showing his buddy. You know how uh-huh. like you, you have something cool? I, I remember when I was a kid, my dad had a coin. And you know how you flip heads or tails. And on one side was a woman's upper half, uh-huh. like her titties. And then on the back was her ass. And I remember I swiped that shit. And I eventually traded it off for something. But oh. I could totally see like I could totally see him taking that pen to school, being all excited that he has something bad and he can yeah. show his friends. Uh-huh. Which, you know, is fine. But what am I going to write with? I, I don't know. I just hope, like, the teacher doesn't see it. Yeah. Because that's all you need. Uh, I, like, where did he get this pen? Yeah. And what do I write with on Fridays is the bigger uh, issue. <laughs> that is true. Like, what are you going to use? You can't use any of the other pens. No, I can't use any of the other pens. Um, fortunately, I do have one of the pens sitting around that, that you had left here from your workplace at one point. It uh, does still work. So I am going to have to uh, substitute it in for Fridays until I find out what's going on. Yeah, I, I guarantee you it is floating around the school system yeah <laughs> my i don't know what it says but it has, has the f word in it i know that i know yeah. that uh, i think it's like fuck off friday oh it would be fuck off friday yeah it, it couldn't, it's be, something a T, vulgar. couldn't be a tgif pen it was you know fuck no. off friday yeah no yeah because that, that's how we do things around here you know and i just we just had a parent teacher meeting the other day uh-huh. not because he's bad or anything but it's like all all the parents they all had a scheduled time to go talk to their kids teachers and he um did very well 
and the teacher was going on and on about how good and everything like that and now he's going to show up with a fuck off friday pen yeah that's going to go over caught, yeah if he gets caught you know it's going to be you know it's my dad's uh, oh yeah hell heck yeah but on the other you know, hand, he's not going to lie he's gonna, like he could take the hit yeah <laughs> let my dad take the hit but on the other hand can't we have fucking decent you know can't we have adult things and the thing is what are you supposed to hide every single adult thing that you own and when you, i mean no, a, a you gun yes you, you just you hope put that, a gun, you know, the, the kid take, remembers to like hey dad here here's your pen back i'm gonna probably find it in the bottom of his backpack a week from now oh yeah you know hey buddy did you uh use this at school oh no no huh <laughs> yeah and until <laughs> that week he'll have no idea what happened to it of course yeah meanwhile the teacher's calling yeah so somebody's enjoying my fuck off Friday pen. I I was able to use the uh, Thundercut Thursday pen. Did you use the Thundercut Thursday? Yeah, because I didn't use it. I didn't use it on Thursday yesterday. Someone else used it, so I, I used it today. It's quite an experience, isn't it? Satisfying. It is. It is. Tomorrow shit sa- shit show Saturday, and I I'm have my rocking shit that Saturday. Pen. Yeah, motherfucking yeah. Monday I got. Yeah, throat punch Tuesday. Thundercunt Thursday. Yeah. Maybe I'm overlooking it. Suck a dick. Suck. Now, you know, there's only six. So I mean, I can't be overlooking it. No, no. Oh, no. It's at school. It's floating around the school system. Pretty confident of that. Oh, yeah. 100%. You know who's hot? Me. Well, do you recall that uh, that video where that kid and his girlfriend are driving down the street listening to Missy Elliott? Get your freak on. Yeah. And as soon as it gets to that one part, that's your chick. He, he, he takes his bottle or he grabs her bottle off her lap and throws it uh-huh. out the window and grabs her head and puts it down by his junk. And then he climbs out the top of the car and leaves her in it with it rolling down the street and her in the passenger seat. Do you remember that? Barely. Vaguely. Don't look it up after this show, but that chick, you know what? That, that, that's my chick. Like that. I don't know. That's always the kind of chick that I look for when I'm looking at chicks. Like she just has darker hair and uh, yeah. But, um, <laughs> She's not the hottest thing ever, but you know what? Look her up after the show. Check her out, everybody. Yeah, I'll look up right now. Just keep talking. Well, let's continue the flow here. Yeah. Well, what was the name of the video? I don't know. It's a it's a, a, a like a dude made it. Like it's somebody's video from their phone. It's this kid. Oh. And him and his chick look, are driving down. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You can't find it now. I can't, I can't find, find that. that. No, I'm not that good at the Google. And the chick, she's like, you know, freaking out because like the dude jumped out the top of the car, like out the roof. Yeah. And and just left her there. And I, I don't know. Very, very bizarre. This, yeah, they, you know what's very bizarre? This is very bizarre the way you're starting the show today. <laughs> I mean, all over the place. All because I was like five minutes late sending the link. And it just that threw your brain off. Well, the, the the pens had a had the to pens, be discussed. The late link, I I don't know what is going on. Today. But the chick, the chick, yeah, that that's my girl. That's that's my dream girl. If you ever see her, that's that's who uh, okay. I. Uh, yeah, I'll hook you up, man. I'll get her digits and stuff. Yeah, I'll get her snap, her Insta. You can you can stalk her. Yeah. But but. But we do have a show today. It is two, episode 232, everybody. It's Friday. We are a third of the way through winter. Two more months to go, just a little over two months. And it will be spring, Mike. It'll be spring. It'll be baseball time. Everybody will be happy, right? No, no one will be happy. I'm so sad because this time of year is terrible. Because if you're not in the playoffs for one, and then your college football is done, your uh-huh. high school football is done. Uh-huh. You know, and, and like I said, until football season's over, I can't make the full transition over to hockey. I just can't. I, I, I just physically and mentally can't do it I, I don't know why 
But uh-huh. um, so I'm stuck in this limbo of pretending to care about these teams that are left in the in the um, in the playoffs, which I, I, I do care. I love the playoffs. I love the Super Bowl. I love the NFL. But again, like I said, when your team is not in it, it's kind of a whole different story and a different feel. So now I have to, like I said, kind of take my energy and put it on on these eight teams that I could really give a shit less yeah. about. But uh, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I don't care for these teams either. I have real no rooting interest, but, you know, it's still playoff football, man. I, I'm geeked out for it. I'm getting, like, earlier in the week, I'm like, eh, eh. But I'm like, tomorrow, man, there's games tomorrow. This like, yeah. I, I'm happy. I'm excited. I'm gearing up. I'm ready to go. That's right. That is Mike. That is Mike celebrating off the air. That is what Mike sounds like when he celebrates and cheers. Yay! Um, Mike, out of these four, <coughs> excuse me, out of these four games this weekend, uh-huh. Saturday at 4.30, Jacksonville at Kansas City. Uh-huh. Tomorrow, the same day at 8.15, it'll be the Giants at the Eagles. And on uh-huh. Sunday, Bengals at the Bills at 3, Cowboys at the Niners at 6.30. Mike, but out of these four games, which game do you think is most likely to not finish – by a one possession score <laughs> uh jacksonville kansas city jacksonville kc yeah i, I think that one's going to be a uh kansas city route okay you yeah, gotta I, have a route to, to get the weekend started yeah you have to like oh excuse me it's been a long long day already for me um yeah you know kansas city they're a nine point favorite uh i i just think i just think their offense is too too much for for their from the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, I think uh, I think Mahomes and boys are going to go off. Uh, I think early it's going to be a close game, but I think that second half, Kansas City's just going to their talents is going to win out in the end. They're just going to be too much. It's going to be a tight game that first half, maybe the beginning of the third quarter. But I think boom, as that third fourth quarter goes on, Kansas City just starts stacking scores, stacking it scores. It's become too much. Yeah, it's going to come too much. Uh, Jacksonville's going to press too much. You know, them being a younger team, I think it's going to come out to make where they're going to and... make mistakes. I think they're going to play well in the first yeah. half, and I think it's because they had their jitters in the first half, but right. now they're in a bigger atmosphere. I think it's just going to be too much in that second half. I'm going to say that you're right. However, I'm going to call in the opposite direction. I think Ooh. at first, yes. I think at first, Casey's going to jump up like a 17 nothing, something uh-huh. like that. Oh, uh, Jacksonville's just not ready to be at this level yet. Blah, 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 blah. And then in the second half, I think you're going to see second half heroics. I don't think that that's going to lead to a win for Jacksonville, but I do think that the play of Trevor Lawrence is going to be a difference in the second half. He will bring it back, keep it interesting, and it's just going to furthermore um, create more excitement about this young quarterback in the league. Look what he did. He won a game, got to the second round, you know, played a good game against the Chiefs. And, you know, his his story is going to write itself eventually, and and I I do believe so because he's – the kid's great. I mean, obviously being an ACC guy, I've seen a lot of Trevor Lawrence, unfortunately, with Clemson. But you know what? The kid is worth uh, (laughs) – He, he, he's going to be the real deal, man. The, kid, the kid's a winner. He's a winner. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just have people that are winners, and you people have. he's yeah. a winner. Um, he, but he's like a I winner s- who has NFL quarterback talent. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because we, we like, I was thinking about this the other day, not to go off topic on a tangent, but, like, people say, oh, this guy's a winner, this guy's a winner. Like, you know, we said the same thing about, like, Danny Warfel back in the day. Yeah. We said the same thing about Tim Tebow. He said that there's a lot, like, Ryan Leaf was a winner in college. There, Jamarcus Russell was a winner. I'm sorry about Tim T-Bone. 
<laughs> but that son of a bitch, like he had some kind of um some kind of higher power because there's literally no way that he should have won ninety percent of those games no. that he ended up pulling off in the NFL. Yeah. He is not they an were, NFL they, quarterback, they were but he plays. They were fluky he, plays. But he had something that, that just lingered around him every game because he found a way to win every game yeah. without having the ability to be a quarterback. It was unbelievable. Those Bronco teamers weren't terrible, man. No, they, they had were talent. Like, was it uh, Demarius Thomas was there? Yes. What's the number one receiver? Yeah. <laughs> Dude was a beast. So it's not like and that defense was solid, but no, like I, I, I tend to like cringe when people say, "Oh, well, he's just a winner." Well, like all these quarterbacks who made it to the NFL, they're winners. Yeah, but there are a lot of winners who didn't pan out. But like Trevor Lawrence is that guy where you can say, "Oh, he's a winner," and you're seeing that talent there to where he is an NFL quarterback. Absolutely. To where, yeah, I love watching him. Um, like I, I, I said, too. unfortunately, I've seen him a little bit too much to this point <laughs> and um, whatever. But, yeah. you know, the guy, the kid's going to be great. Um, <laughs> good morning, P. Put up P1. <laughs> Tim had Jesus. You know what? I don't I, I don't I uh, don't dispute that. I, Tim had so, so, did, so did Ben, baby. So did Ben. Yeah. Watch Ben sins away, man. But um, I, I liked I liked watching Tebow. I did. I, I, I probably hated watching Tebow I, it, when they brought him back and he played tight end briefly. I was like, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I kind of like the Tebow about him. I, He's I, a storyline. I, I just find something fishy. Something's just off-putting about Tebow. It's not the religious thing. I'm not a religious person. But you know, it's funny you use the word fishy because he probably has a, a Jesus fish on the back of his car. You probably does. Insensitive jerk. Like, you know, hey, I have a Jesus fish too, but it has little legs running. <laughs> Says Darwin. But no, I, I, there's just something about Tebow. I just was... I, I just the way he played quarterback, it, like it was like everyone around him made him so much better. Everywhere he went, he was surrounded by talent. He's like that quarterback. He was a more athletic Trent Dilfer. Yeah, I, I just I don't Trent, know. Trent Dilfer. Trent Dilfer, Mike. He was different early on. I mean, back in the day when he played in Tampa Bay, <clears throat> there was a six, I think, a six or a seven <laughs> All Pro. <laughs> Come on, not hey now. Lucifer only judges people. There was a six or seven um, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneer player that went to the All Pro season, like. But they, they were, you know, they were they were up and coming. It was before yeah. the championship in 03. And Trent Dilfer was ripping it up, man. He he really was. He was in there, and and um, you know that that was a lot of the talk at that time was this Dilfer, this Dilfer guy, yeah. and the things that he was doing. And he he had a real bright start to his career. Whatever happened beyond that, I don't know. But the league figured him out, man. That happens with like with some of these players, man. The league will figure you out. Yeah. Once you get enough game film, all right, you're screwed. If you if you know if you don't have that like next step in you, because once the, the you're figured out, you there's not much else you can do. The league will box you in, and they will figure you out how to play against you. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, a couple things before we get started, Mike, on some in-depth football conversation uh tonight and um sorry yes tonight tonight the uh, second half of the back-to-back games yes. between the senators senators come to town they yes. play the pbg arena against the penguins tonight at seven o'clock the senators are riding in with a 20 21 and 3 record going up against our pens with a 22 15 and 7 record mike they got to get back on track they got to get this win tonight let's split, stop pissing around with overtime yes. let's beat ottawa and get on the right track right they do they uh, you know the right now you know we we are sitting in that second wild card spot we have games in hand on washington who's who holds the first wild card spot we have games in hand on the islanders who are just behind us but 
that that can catch up quick to you if you don't stack points when you're able to stack points. And Ottawa's a team we should be able to stack points off. If we can end up getting, excuse me, three out of the four points against Ottawa on this back-to-back series, I'll take that. I'll be happy with that. Let's take a quick look. 22-15-7, that puts them, they're 37-44. They're 44 games into an 82-game season. Mike. Yeah. I, I, so <laughs> there's a lot of games left. There's a lot of hockey to be played. Whether this team wins a lot of those games, loses a lot of games, yeah. I don't know it's yet to be seen. But they do have time, Mike. They do have time. It can either work for them or work against them. Yeah. Do you think that the, the time left in this season, Mike, is going to work for or against the Penguins? Oh, God. It's... I, I think it I think it will. I think it will work in their favor. You know, like I said, they have the three games in hand on Islers, four on the Capitals. And then this team's good enough to make the playoffs to fight off everyone who's below them. Um but it's gonna be interesting to see it's all dependent on what the other teams do. Yeah. At the trade deadline and before the trade deadline. You know, Ron Hexel really hasn't, he hasn't shaken up the roster since he's got here. Like, you know, Rutherford right now at this point in the season will probably have made like a half dozen trades by now, tinkering with the roster to get something going before the trade deadline and maybe make a big splash. Now, Hexel hasn't even really tinkered with the lineup. So it's going to be, uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But I think they just have, they have just enough firepower. Like Crosby, he's like, a, he's not going to let this team miss. You know, not make the playoffs. He's going to make sure he's going to do everything he can to carry this team into the playoffs, kicking and screaming. I agree. I don't think the Penguins are going to miss the playoffs. I, I just don't. I think being that they're not a great team, they're still a good enough team to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Um, P, you know what's something funny about this? What P the Islanders have not settled the playoffs recently, man. That's, now, that's they, the, if you oh. would have taken P's last comment about ben um riding with lucifer now this has always been my um my theory on the islanders i believe they sold their soul to the devil back in the 80s do you, do you remember when the islanders were good they were winning back to back yeah. and, and so here's the thing Ooh. this islanders this Can't islanders team that hasn't been real good before that or much after that i think they sold their soul at one point because mike like i said they, they came out and they created this mini dynasty basically yeah. out of nowhere and then they just went back and, and um disappeared back into into nothing but that's always kind of been a theory of mine like where, where the hell did that islanders team you know where did they come from what, like, you know? like, they'll get a good player every once in a while you know they had john Tavares for a while it looks like you know they'll start to do something and then it just falls apart on them but god the islanders always seem to be the thorn in the side of the penguins whenever they yeah. can you know they they ended the the, the quest for the three peat. They you know they've knocked us out in the first round numerous times since. And it's just I hate that organization. Yeah. Like it's that forgotten New York team. There there is a forgotten New York team in every major sport. There is they're know? they're the Mets and the, the Mets, Jets. The Jets. Yeah. Yeah. The, and Islanders. the Islanders. They're the island of Mits, misfit toys. Well I think that um either the Either, either the <laughs> I forgot about that. Who was that? It was a DPH or they gave that long contract to. I don't recall. Was that who it was? Oh God, I think so. Which New York team in basketball would be the the, the lesser than Brooklyn uh, Nets or the Knicks? Ooh, 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 that's a tough one. I'd say with the Brooklyn Nets being a new thing and uh, with their colors and you know the the talent they've been bringing in, it almost makes the Knicks the uh, the 
the the, the lesser of the two. You know what I mean? Because they haven't yeah, been I... good in how long? What was the last time the Knicks won a championship? I don't think they've won one in my adult life. Uh, no, huh? No, because they would always try to get um, Patrick Ewing the championship. Yeah. So yeah. technically, the the Knicks are the forgotten yeah. team in the NBA. Yeah, the fifteen year contract, Rick DPH. I remember that. 65 mil over did they have the bees did they have bees or john van beesbrook uh beesbrook he played down in the played for quite a few teams but i think his earlier teams was a was a, one I of the, like the panthers and all that he was definitely Man. a panther later yeah how the hell did we get sidetracked did islanders van goalies man the van beesbrook he wasn't a bad goalie he was no. great he had that cool b on the back of his helmet yeah he was a he was a solid goalie man but you are right, Mike. We do have to move on. Senators, Pens, 8 o'clock, 7 o'clock tonight. Sorry about that. It's at home. Go get some tickets. Get down there. If you can't make it, check them out on TV. Mike, also it's tomorrow. Friday, man. You should, nothing else to do with the Berg? That's right. Tomorrow, Florida State comes to town. They play Pitt, 3 o'clock at the Pete. Yes, yes. Uh, big game. Hopefully, pick a win this game. Mike, I just seen somewhere. Uh, let me see. The Pitt Panthers at 13 reaches 13 victories at the earliest point they have in the last seven seasons. So nice. they're ahead nice. of schedule. They're looking good. Um, bracketologists are saying right around the nine spot for yeah. the big tournament. I can't wait. They got a, I don't know, about 10 games. Like looks like just looking down the schedule real quick before the game start. Not exactly sure how many, but there's definitely a lot of teams that we could beat. We should beat. And I can't wait. I can't wait to the big tournament, man. <laughs> I can't wait either. And yeah, yeah, the Knicks are bad. Yeah. They're in what, Brooklyn now? Didn't they move to Brooklyn? The Nets are in, the Nets are in Brooklyn. The Nets are in Brooklyn. The Brooklyn Nets. Oh man, those two. I don't pay attention to those two teams. Yeah, just, you know what? Yeah, yeah. I I don't. They're they're interchangeable for me. Ever since but the Knicks, uh, I mean, they're they're just classic team. It was They've like been Patrick Ewing and who's the point guard on that team? Oh, uh, they John Starks. John yeah, Starks. Starks. Are... I remember like Starks and Reggie Miller would always get into it. Starks yeah, they had a lot of great them. great series between the Knicks and the Pacers. I do know that oh, it was man. it. I just Ewing. remember that. One game, like Reggie Miller brought the team back there. He stole inbound passes and hit like back to back threes. The they got um, up in Spike Lee's face. I love it. Dude, it was, yeah. It. it was uh, Patrick Ewing, Anthony Mason, Charles Oakley, yeah. John, uh, uh, what's the guy's name I just said? Starks, and John also Starks, their point yeah. guard. It was a Heisman. Heisman Trophy winner, Mike, Charlie Ward out of Florida. Charlie State. Ward, yes. He won the Heisman and went on to play in the he NBA. He was a winner. He was a winner. He was a winner. Was Never a won an NBA championship, but he was a winner. He was a winner. But they did. They came close many times in the 90s, uh, coming up short a lot of times to the Chicago Bulls, of course, uh -huh. who um, pretty much beat them every year they went on to win it at some point in the playoffs. But that is basketball. Check that out tomorrow, 3 o'clock, Saturday, at the peak, Florida State at Pitt. It's going to be a big game. Go to, the, go to the house. There's going to be a lot of people there, man. They're excited. They're packing the house, and they can't wait to cheer for their Pitt Panthers. <laughs> Damn. Starks is getting some major heat. <laughs> <laughs> he must owe peace some money. Uh, Mike, we do know. We do know. He might owe peace some money. <laughs> I just, I like poor John Stockton just living his life, and here he is getting flamed. John Starks. Yeah. Um, Mike, it's just, I, I just seen the numbers this morning. J.J. Watt finished his career with 114.5 sacks. T.J. in his seventh season has 77 and a half sacks. If, let me put it this way. If, if T.J. Watt stays healthy, you know, That's and I'm yet. saying, when I say healthy with him, I, I mean, you know, maybe once injury a season, keep him out a game or two. But 
Do you ultimately see TJ Watt catching his brother at 114 and a half? Yeah. And you know what? That would be amazing because he's only a, a sack or two behind the Steelers all the time. If he would catch his brother and have 115 sacks, that on the Steeler list would be, uh, you know, he would. Yeah. He, he'd blow it out the water, which yeah. is crazy for like the amount of linebackers that we've had, like the Hall of Famers that we have. But you got to remember a lot of the linebackers at the time, especially the Super 70s, you know, it was the, the front four getting all the sacks. Yeah. It'd be wild. It'd be wild. And like well, if he can stay healthy, man, he can be up there in the NFL record books for sacks. Because as unhealthy as his brother was, who had a lot of these same issues, you know, he did manage to get to 114 yeah. sacks. So I do, I do think it is well, Mike. I do think he's going to get there. I think it's going to be be amazing. P P says ooh, no. Ooh, I like that. Nope. P. I like it. I I, I like would it. laugh if he falls short. Just I like, like it in the sense because P P says no. What P? If, when you get a chance, just kind of shoot me a, a brief summary on why you don't think he will catch it. Because well, uh, injuries, Mike, we, man, injuries. So now we're talking a little bit on the defense. Yeah, we're talking. About, we're on the defense side of the ball, Mike. Defensive lineman under contract at the moment, going into next season. Cam, Montrevious Adams, Louder Milk, Jonathan Marshall, the the Marvin Liel, and Rennell Wren. Ugh. That's uh, so, not too encouraging, is it? No, no, but um, Cam's Cam, you know, he'll end up getting all of us his numbers this yeah back. Um, Leal, he nice, promising player. Um, Adams, eh, he's all right in the middle, not great, but if they nice rotate, he's a good rotational player at, at nose. Leal right now is still a good rotational player at the outside, at the opposite end. So if they, hey. You only need another defensive ta- nose tack, three, four nose tackle, and an end. And they'll have a nice little group there. Yeah, I mean, are we going to be able to find that? Are we going to between the draft and free agency? You think? We'll- I I think so. I I I have a feeling they're going to overpay for um, Hargraves. Okay. Put him in the middle, and if it's you know depending on the contract length, I I'll be okay with it. Put him in the middle, and then yeah. right, right there, okay, you have you have two solid starters. You can get a you know above average end and, or unless they think hey leal is going to make that next step put him on the opposite edge and i'd, I'd be fine with that you know with leo that, that's the thing about him I, I think that he will i i just think that yeah um, he, sh- he showed that promise like early he is, like before he got it, hurt right. he was showing that potential i really like watching him he does get pretty productive you know during a game and, and you know what he i i think you know with a little bit of uh pressing himself and getting prepared i think he can be that guy yeah. uh, his body gonna get wrecked and you're not you know it, I, I think so that that's a total possibility, a total total possibility, uh, Mike P. I, I think that that could totally happen. But you know what? Like I said, it's it's something that happened to his brother throughout his career too. They have those similar I, body styles. I think JJ is just—he uh, was more. He's more. Th- he was like thicker. Yeah. Whereas JJ is really lean and, and quicker and quicker. And if he starts to if uh, he starts to lose a lose a step, that's going to affect his game. Absolutely. More than it, like what JJ, because he was able to play, you know, as a D, D end in a 4 3. Whereas JJ, I don't think he's, he doesn't have the body type to bulk up and become an end. He's going to have to be that rush guy. So he has to get his sacks quick. Yeah. I, I think that, um, you know, the big key is if he stays in, stays injury free. And like we said, his brother with the same body type had plenty. He had ample injuries in his career. Yeah. He was able to um, stack up 115 sacks. So it, it remains to be seen. Yeah. Seven years in, P makes a good point. Right around 32 years old, you do start to feel it. So it's going to be interesting to see. And, and you know, 
I, I hope he doesn't sizzle well, but he does seem to be that guy, the kind of guy that is, if, if he is healthy, he is going to be productive and he's going to put up numbers. So, um, you know, keep them fingers crossed every year. Also, Mike, um, Brian Flores, speaking of this defense, uh-huh. he also is interviewed um, in Atlanta for the defensive coordinator position yeah. down there. So no matter which way you slice it, dice it, do whatever you want with it, I think that um, Brian Flores will be somewhere else next year. I, I think so, too. And uh, doubtless trust you, you know, we saw the defense improve, and I think we like we saw how the communication between him, Tara Ross, and the actual defensive coordinator, and Mike Tomlin, someone to argue, too, the all the ultimate defensive coordinator on this team. They, they, they figured out how to game plan and work together. And hopefully what, like the knowledge that he brought in, you know, we'll stick with uh Terrell Austin. And that was going to, you know, get that extra knowledge. It's nice to have an outside set of ears or eyes and get new knowledge and help that team improve and help, help, help the coaching staff improve. And hey, it's nice to have that institutional knowledge for a year and hopefully it rubbed off in the right way. There's going to be a lot of change this year, Mike. You know what I mean? There's going to be a lot of change between coaches leaving, um, between players coming, going, free agents, yeah. uh, just even seeing guys that we didn't get a chance to see last year with uh, yeah. Calvin Austin. There's going to be a lot of changes this year. There's going to be a nice energy in the air Yeah. when, when next football season starts. Um, I, I'm geeked up for it. Yeah, I am too. I'm um, geeked up for this divisional round. Yeah. Yeah. Well, come on. Look at the quarterbacks we have in this row. Joe Burrows, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts. Those ones right there, how can you not be excited for? And then you got Trevor Lawrence, Brock Purdy, Mm. and then Dak. Dak seems to be like, he's like the oddball in this group. Whereas you thought it would be like Purdy would be the oddball. But he was playing lights out down the stretch where Dak... I don't know. He hey, he played all right in that game last week, but this is going to be an interesting one, how he's going to produce. Absolutely. Because he, um, he, he just reminds me of Tony Romo so much. Let me round off a couple of numbers for you before we get to that, Mike. Oh, all right. Did you know? I may have said this the other day, but I'm going to say it again. I think it changed. Or I, I don't know what happened. The most receiving yards... By a Steelers tight end through the first two seasons is Pat Fryermuth with uh-huh. 1,229. Okay. Yep. The second on this list is Eric Green at 969. And, and that third for, oh, sorry, is Heath with 852. Yeah. So the receiving yard leaders for the Pittsburgh Steelers in the history of this team for tight ends for the first two seasons Pat Fryermuth with 1,229. Eric Green, 969, and Heath Miller, 852. Mike, this kid's going to be special. If you're calling, oh, yeah. if you're calling Heath Miller an all, uh, not an all pro, but a Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer one day, I think Pat Fryermuth is going to um, definitely, definitely, after only two seasons, I'm making this call, it will be a Hall of Famer when it's all said and done. Oh, wow. That's high prayer. I, uh, to me, Heath, he's a Hall of Very Good. I, I, who is Heath? He's a Hall of Very Good. Oh. I don't think he'd be a Hall of Famer. Um, I think he'll get votes here and there, but I don't think he'll make it. Um, Eric, Eric Green in today's day and age, 
you you'd be talking to him in the same breath of like Kelsey and Gronk, and Frymuth has that potential to be that guy up in that he you know his stats are comparable to Kelsey's numbers to so not so he yeah I, I don't think he's gonna make the Hall of Fame either, but I think he he will at the end of his career he will have monster numbers monster numbers, and I think this year coming up we're gonna see an exponential growth of his production and of his play. I put it to you this way. (laughs) Not only does he have 1,200, you know, 1,220, 229 yards in his first two seasons, you got to recall that these were two bad seasons, like the last two seasons for passing, probably the two worst Uh seasons in a long time, the season we just had, and also Ben's last season, and they still managed to, you know, have him up over, you know, almost 300 yards more than the next guy, which was, you know, like you said, at this modern day age, a Gronk or a Kelsey, somebody like that with Eric Green. Mike, once we get comfortable with passing and we do have a game plan and a strategy and we have an identity and this team starts winning again, I'm sorry. This guy, I just think, Mike, unless something crazy happens, um, I I just – I don't think there's any way to – you know, he – he's productive. This He is is productive. productive. And, like – and, like, football analysts didn't know. They're already talking about him. Like, now it's just waiting for, like, the rest of the fan bases around the league to – realize how good this guy is actually going to be he's going to be a lot of fun because he was he was a lot of fun these first two years oh yeah and you know. uh, for some odd reason i don't know why they kind of went away from him in the red zone this year like he yeah. would be the guy like you target him. so hopefully you know this year coming up man get into the red zone patty fry baby patty fry target <clears throat> him it is confirmed it is confirmed mike that uh, the there will be competition coming in for both, not one, but both of our kickers this offseason. Do you think either Chris Boswell or Presley Harvin are not on this team when the season starts next year? Both of them will be back. You think both will be back? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I think uh... – Boz had his typical, I have my contract here, and I'm going to have the yips, and he'll get it figured out. And I think Harvin, uh, he played steady down the stretch. You know, I, I think, think he's, al- I, I think he's always going to be that punter who has that one punt a game in him that's going to go 20 yards. He's got to deal with it. Every couple of games, he's going to have a bad punt. But for the most part, he's all right. And I, I, I think I think he, he finishes out. I don't think that he makes it. I think that uh, Boswell does make it. I think that they find somebody that they like a little bit better than Harvin in their search, yeah. whether he be a free agent, whatever. Yeah. I, I just do think that they're going to find somebody yeah. that they're a little bit more comfortable with on, on uh-huh. a consistent basis. I, I, I can understand that. I'm not, you know, I, I've all, I've been a, fr- a fan of um, Harvin since he came up to the draft. As a matter of fact, we've talked about him quite often. Um, but like I said, I think that they're going to find somebody that's probably going to be a little bit more consistent that they're going to like. I yeah. think he's the odd man out. Um, but if he comes back, I, I'm not I'm not totally against Presley Harvin coming back. Yeah. Um, like you said, you are going to have those yips every once in a while. And, yeah. Um, just yeah. Uh, he, he reminds me of like an early Josh Miller could boom it. Or they have yeah, Josh Miller bodies. early was very shaky. You're right. Very, very shaky. Yeah. Uh, six foot four, 200 yeah. pound guy that can scoot. <laughs> You know, I, you I see, would hate to be a corner or safety having to tackle a tight end. Like, after that, I'm like, huh, uh coach, I'm out of here. Did you see this kid? He's, uh, I don't know who he is, but when he was in eighth grade, he was six foot 10, 450 pounds or something like that. <laughs> and now that he's in high school, he's seven foot tall and he shedded weight and he's like 300 and 
80 pounds Ooh. or something. Yeah, we should get this guy. He Mike, he's seven foot tall for crying out loud. Even if he yeah. can't block well, just stand there. Probably can't even run get well down him. the field, man. His knees are probably all rickety and shaky. He's a big kid. It showed a picture of him pushing this other kid around on the high school football field. And this other kid might have been, you know, five ten if it was an oh, inch. Oh yeah, Mike. It, it was it was it was wonderful. <laughs> I, I like I said, if you had a guy like that, jeez, you'd, you'd have to catch the bus to get around him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and um, they would blow his knees would be blown out within a week. Man, everyone would be hitting his knees. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett comes out yesterday and says he has to put, he's going to put weight on Mike on top of all the workout talk off season workout talk he, that he, uh, we're hearing, he's going to work out these guys, going to work out that guys. The one thing that I took away from the conversation was he is going to, uh, he's going to add weight. He wants to add yeah. mass because he felt last year he wanted to shed it as much as he could going into the combine to help with quickness, speed, things like this. Yeah. He did come out yesterday in one of the podcasts he was on, I believe with Cam Hayward, with clam. Um, the clam. And he said he will be, uh, which I think is a good thing, putting on some weight yeah. because it, certain he's times during scrawny, the season he looks scrawny. He, he was there. a small, yes, he looks small. So I do encourage that. Good for him. And uh, he he said he said getting hit in the NFL it hurts a little bit different. So yeah. I think I'm going to put some weight on. So good <laughs> for him. Like, uh, you know uh, Travis Henry down in uh, Tennessee, and I was mm-hmm. listening to a podcast, and they asked him about you know difference between college and pros and even he was like it's night and day yeah the speed big the hitting. he was like in some of these school you know i'm, I'm going up against boys up here there's yeah. no boys they're all men and absolutely in the nfl way, like, it, it hurts everybody so moves really fast and they hit yeah. really hard it's it's the best yeah. of the best the yeah. nfl is always the best of the best so no matter yeah. how good you are percent even yeah. like people who are picked up off the street are the top point one percent I mean, you see how these guys hit sometimes. I yeah. it, it hurts me to even see somebody getting hit like that, man. Yeah. Um. What, what's what he's saying over here? Just grab you. You ever been grabbed by uh, another? <laughs> yeah. Pretty um, much. Usually, I got to pay extra for that. Hey, now. Yes, he does. I seen it. Um, my couple things. That's on the Patreon. Here, here's a couple of things. Thank also, my help. 30 days, 30 days from today is the first pitch for the pit uh, baseball team. I want to go over a couple of pit things here before we move on. 30, 30 days, 30 days. Yeah. If you like the uh, the diamond, check out pit 30 days from now. You got the opening. Uh, that wasn't me yawning about baseball. No, you're good. Also, Mike, yawning. the pit hockey team is at number nine. They're number nine in the country, oh. which is the highest, the highest in program history. No so way. if you get a chance to check these guys out, they're pretty good. They're moving up the ranks, and this is probably the best pit team that has ever taken the ice. So check them out as well. I didn't even know they had a hockey team. Um, like, I'm not being snarky. I, I just, you never hear about them. No way. Yeah, I mean, this is the best they've ever been. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's see. What else? Also, Mike, going back to football briefly, this is the first, the first, the first divisional round. Without Brady Rogers, Ben, or Peyton Manning since 03. The, the other day, how the times talking, the times are a changing. Like the times like, are a changing. Like Mahomes, like the old man in the group, or something like that. Him or Dak are like the old men. Yeah, of this group. That's that's wild. That is wild, man. Like to me, they're still kids. No, oh, they're younger than me, so they are. It's kids. unbelievable. It really is because you're right. I mean, you know, it feels like only. How long ago since Mahomes showed up and started doing his yeah. thing, and now here he is. He's, he's a veteran, and like yeah. you said, older than all the quarterbacks. The, the wily vet out playoffs, there. you know. Yeah, wild. I uh, feel old. All right, let's let's hop over to some divisional rounds. You, you're bummed out this week. I am man. You, are, you are all 
fired up for wild card week now divisional round man you were you're a little you're not well, one of the things that i always watch for mike when the playoffs come around is the teams that could possibly catch the steelers as far as their super bowl wins and things like that and we have a bunch we have a bunch that could really gain a lot of ground this week um i mean the cowboys if they win the super bowl they have six yeah if the 49ers win the super bowl they have six yeah um the giants will have five if they win if the eagles win that's the idiots from the other side of the state <clears throat> which is another thing that i put into consideration but eagle the, fans aren't like flyers fans uh, there's not that hatred there there's, there's so a, i wouldn't be mad if they there's win. a dislike shirt there is a dislike um the Bengals you don't want them to win because they're division but if they nah, do win, see, I, I want would the be Bengals to win I if want they the would Bengals win it would be fine win. strengthening up the AFC North would yes. be a good thing however not a big fan of the Bengals I don't want them to win oh, I would Bills, Joey Burr to get Bills fans should uh at some point act like they've been here before which they haven't so I guess I can't complain too much but their fans are getting on my nerves so I don't want them to win so basically it comes down to either Jacksonville or Kansas City Mike who I um who I uh p says cowboys and giants are gonna ball it oh god willing you know what i think that um in the jacksonville jaguars aren't gonna win the super bowl no i i i think that 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 giants eagles game has the potential to be the best game of the weekend two division rivals going at it yeah. third time this year um i think that's gonna be a good good game you know, I think they're all going to be one. They're all going to be one one possession games. I don't think that that's going to that's going to uh, hashtag NFL rigged. Hashtag NFL rigged. It's rigged, man. I don't think so, that's going to be disappointed. I don't think you're going to be disappointed in that. I think all four you know, games. Look, hey, man, they already have the they already have the Nutrisite tickets on sale. So put your money down for Kansas City, Cincinnati. So looking at these eight teams, I could literally only choose one team to win, want to win the Super Bowl. So I'm going to take my Chiefs. I'm going to take the Chiefs once again. Ooh, because they're not cocky either. You know what? As far as like the fans go. I, I've never been annoyed with the Chiefs. I, 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 you know what? It's been kind of a fun ride with them and, and Mahomes and the whole thing. And I, I have no problem with the Chiefs and these other teams. I like. I said, fuck Buffalo. That's where I'm at with Buffalo, man. Fuck them. No, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm all in with the um, Bengals this year. I don't remember who they were. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm taking the Bengals, baby. So I don't know. If you want, we could do our picks now. I was just gonna throw this away. I was gonna. I was gonna take this page and just throw it away. No, 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 no. I already made the thumbnail. We're fucking talking about these picks. <laughs> you did that with the conspiracy stuff. You put that all the way back to the end. I'm like, oh, this guy. You just know when I'm working hard on something over here. Fine. Well, it's just like Walmart. You put the stuff at the other end of the store so they have to walk past everything else. You know, that 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 was the mindset. So I apologize. Uh, Mike, so first game of the weekend, 430. Man. 4.30 on Saturday, Mike, tomorrow it's going to be Trevor Lawrence and the Jacksonville Jaguars visiting Arrowhead and the Chiefs. Who do you like in this game? Go to the Chiefs. Um, it's at home. They have a great home field advantage. That place is so loud. So, so loud. Uh, they, a lot of players on this team from, you know, last year making it to the championship game, Super Bowl the year before. Uh, they they To me, they just have too much firepower on the offense to where I think they're just going to wear that defense down and they're going to, at the end, they're going to make enough plays to win. I think, I think they end up winning by 10. I think literally, because I think there's going to be a late pick six that kind of makes the score a little bit worse than it actually is. Well, I'm taking the cheese because that's who I want to win it all. And I think you've uh, expert analysis, as, expert analysis here. <laughs> and if you want me to run down again, it's because all these other fucking teams are 
<laughs> I, 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 I get a little too close I to my hope, team. That's why I, I, I hope it, it is like Cincinnati and the Cowboys in the Super Bowl. I won't know who to root for just because I just want the misery of my fellow user fans to come out. I, I, I love their misery. So I guess I am taking the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will win this game. Like I said, I think Trevor Lawrence is going to make it interesting. I, I think so too. I, I, I think he shook the nerves off at, you know, that first half and I think he's going to be a much different quarterback in this game. But I do think, I do think there's going to be a late pick six that makes the, or a fumble, just a late turnover that Kansas city defense scores on to make the score look a little bit more lopsided than it actually is. Take note writers. There you go. Add it in the uh, script. We'll see that. Tomorrow. Oh, there they have it in there. I already called them. We'll see that. In I have tomorrow. a red phone directly to the commissioner's office. Second game tomorrow evening. Day starts to wind down. A little NFC East uh, rival action. Third time, as Mike mentioned, between the two teams. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about the Koye. Oh, number 35. Big uh, uh, Christian Koye. I think he was what from Nigeria, if I'm not the mistaken. The Nigerian nightmare. Yes, the Nigerian nightmare. I loved watching him. He was in the uh, he shared the backfield with the Chiefs in, back in the day with a guy named Barry Word, and that was a hell of a backfield, I thought, at that time. Yeah. But, uh, Mike, so this NFC East matchup, we do have the Giants, the Eagles. You like this game. You think this is going to be one of the best games of the weekend. I do. Who do you think wins? I, I think Dallas is going to win. Uh, in the Giants-Eagles game? Yeah, go Dallas. Eagles, Eagles. Sorry, I was, okay. thinking, I was going into the next game. The you know, it's three NFC East day. teams. You know, I had a fifty, had a thirty-three percent chance, and I still fucked up. But no, um, it, it is going to be the Eagles. Um, yeah, that that defense is going to be too much for uh, Daniel Jones. Like to me, like yeah, he had a night, he had a damn good game last week. But I don't, I don't think he's going to be a repeat performance against this defense. Um, I Jalen Hurts is playing lights out this year. I this team's is going to. It's gonna it's going to be, I think this is going to be a blowout. This is going to be a blowout? I think this one's going to be a blowout. I, I think you just said this was going to be a good game between the NFC East. And... Yeah, I know. I changed my mind mid-thought. I think Holy this is going fuck. to be a blowout. I'm going, I'm going to a blowout, baby. All right, so I like the Eagles, too. Um, also, I like to mention that I did have my my uh, four teams picked in the midseason, and they are going to be the four teams that I picked now. So if I lack explanation, go back and listen for a couple months, and you'll have figured it all out. <laughs> I am taking I like the Eagles, I like Eagles as well, Mike. I think they're too strong. I think the Giants still have uh, – they have holes. They have um, – yeah. at the end of the day, you know, this this juggernaut of an Eagles team and da- versus Daniel Jones, I, I, I'm i taking the Eagles I, in this I one. Just, I, I think it's going to be like a – it's going to be a two-score final. It'll be fun. It'll be a fun game because these teams do know each other. They have played each other yeah. twice. I, I think yeah. it's going to be a fun game to watch. I know, I know, like, coming into the week, I was saying – talking myself into, into it's going to be a close game because, you know, third time they're playing but like eh, as i'm sitting here thinking about it i think i think the eagles are just too much too they much. do i agree 100 you know they're well rested ready to go i watch them out rusty and flat uh, yeah yeah you know and then uh let's see let's hop on over to oh. day two day two mike the three o'clock in the Bengals at the bills Yes, I, I I can see myself throwing up through for three whole hours on Sunday while this game is on. I I just they're just I I don't know not that not these two teams. I don't want either of these teams. And <sighs> I'm going Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, I'm going Cincinnati. You're you going know, Cincinnati. They, you're you're going, going. You're going I'm upset. Going, I'm going upset. Slight upset here. Cincinnati. Uh, 
Joe Burrow, man, he's unflappable. He's just he's not gonna give give a crap. He's gonna look at the Bills Mafia, smirk, you know, put himself through a table and go out there and throw three touchdowns to Jamar Chase. I, on the other hand, I'm gonna be taking the Bills. I've taken the Bills since very early in the season. I said the Bills have, will be the team have. from the AFC in this thing. And they are going to still continue to go um, all the way to the Super Bowl, in my opinion. However, I do feel that they will lose uh, against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. I, I like just don't I have am. faith in their, in their defense. I'm sorry. I think the Bills are a tough team. I think the Bills are pretty well-rounded all together. And I think they do win this game tomorrow over Cincinnati. Probably a one-possession game. I don't know, man. They almost lost to Skylar uh, Thompson. <laughs> I'm saying they're not going up 17-0 against Joe Burr. It's all how it's written, baby. Um, finally, the <laughs> second game. Uh, oh, Jesus one real quick. <laughs> if we ever see a real life version of the opening scene of The Last Boy Scout, it's going to be the Eagles versus the Raiders. I do recall The Last Boy Scout. And, and you know what? No, knowing both fan bases, they will join in. They will end up, that whole stadium will just end up shooting themselves. And that it's was... going to be like that scene in the first Kingsman at that, that, that crazy church where they all just start killing each other. That's yeah. what's going to happen. So, you know, NFL script writers, you need to make this happen to where these two teams play. Each I'd other. like to work with these script writers a little bit. Me you know too. I mean? No, I got some good ideas, you know? Yeah. I got good ideas, man. Like Damon Wayans running down the field with a with a gun shooting at people and shit. You remember that? Was that Damon? That wasn't Damon Wayans, was it? I don't know. It no, Damon Wayans was in the movie. He he wasn't the running back. No, he he was shooting people. I remember he was on the field with a helmet and pads on. He's running down no, the field. It wasn't Damon Wayans. Yeah, it was Damon Wayans. No, it was, was not. It? Who was it? I it was just some actor playing a football player. Damon no, Wayans it, was, it was one of Damon the cops. Wayans. No, I think he was one one of the cops. P. 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 Hold on, hold on. Do me a favor. No, I don't want your research. I want P's research. It was Billy this. Blanks. Billy Blanks. Which I still didn't know that. So thank you, P. Ain't and, life a bitch. Boom. And finally, Cowboys <laughs> versus the 49ers. The second game, last playoff game of the weekend, 630 tomorrow in San Francisco. Mike, the Cowboys, 49ers. Who do you like and why? Cowboys. I, you know, I jumped ahead earlier. When I, when I was talking about the Cowboys, I I, I think this is the game where uh, the Pro- Brock Purdy Cinderella story comes to a screeching halt. I, I think the. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, we know the Tybo <laughs> guy. Just made me pop a little bit. The Tybo guy. You remember that shit, Billy? <laughs> I Blanks. remember that shit. But no, I I I think uh, it's going to be Dallas. I, I yeah, I, I think their defense is going to be too much for for Brock Purdy. I think, I think that Michael Dallas, Parsons is going to be all over the place. I think that Dallas is a bit too spotty. They they have issues from time to time. I agree. I agree. San Francisco is very solid. They filled their holes um, through the last two seasons, and I think that they are very solid, and they're going to win this game, and Brock Purdy is going to win again. I think he will eventually come up short in one of these games in the uh, tournament. However, it's not going to be this one, Mike. I have the 49ers over the Cowboys tomorrow, again, by possibly I'm going game-winning possession. field goal by the Cowboys. Their kicker comes out and redeems himself. He looks at Dak Prescott and goes, go for two now, bitch. So we have two games on Saturday. The game's tomorrow, Mike. We both picked the same team. Both games on Sunday, though, however, we picked opposite teams. Yes, so we did. You have the Bengals. I got the Bills. You got the Cowboys. I got the Niners. Yes. Uh, what kind of what kind of tiebreaker you want to do for this, Mike? Um. Uh... 
You know what? What? Ethan <laughs> 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 filled our holes. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Whatever you want to do with the tiebreaker, you just let me know. We have to do it in the next. We'll, we'll flip a coin a in minutes. honor of the NFL. How they're renew? We're gonna flip a coin. We're gonna so, flip a nickel. So we'll flip that nickel. We're not we'll doing it now. Nickel. It'll be it'll be to to break the tie. If, to break uh, the tie, yeah. Okay. All right. We're talking about filling holes and stuff, man. I kind of want to like a like a like a creamy. Say pie say you something. want a donut, Mike. Say I, you I want, want a I want a creamy pie. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> so that's our predictions, everybody. Uh, the Jets. I'm sorry, the Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We both have them coming up short to the Chiefs. (laughs) He said coming. And I think that that is going to be, um, like I said, I think that's going to be a lot better game than people think it's going to be. I think the Chiefs are obviously the most, the the best team. And I think they're the best team in the bracket at this point. But the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence keeps it interesting. That'll be a good one. Mike Mike and I both have the Chiefs. Game two, uh, Giants and Eagles. We both go Eagles on this one. I just think the Eagles are too Blow good. Blowout. The Giants have a lot of, you know, they, they, they just they, they have a ways to go still, I think. They, they got to this point good for them. But I think this is exactly the, the, the plateau that the, uh, the Giants are going to reach uh. before they get knocked out. Tomorrow or Sunday, I'm sorry, Bengals, Bills. Mike takes the Bengals. I take the Bills. Of course, I want these both teams to lose, but I have to take somebody this week, so I take the Bills. And finally, the last one of the week is going to be, I think, a great game, Cowboys 49ers. I think that uh, San Fran is just a little too stacked for these uh, Dallas Cowboys who could be inconsistent at times. They're filling holes, and they are stacked. That's right. Apparently, they are We'll do the tiebreaker on Monday if there is a tie. Um, Anything else from the, uh, the brackets and picks and anything like that, Mike, before we move into the news? Uh, no, I got I got nothing. I think we covered everything, man. I think we did. I, I, oh, I just can't wait. I can't wait. <laughs> he is out of pocket, P. He is, man. News. So today, Mike, I'm going to talk a couple about a couple things. Researchers at Carnegie Mellon University in Pittsburgh say that scientists now can use Wi-Fi to see through people's walls. To what extent this report was, I don't know. But Mike, they say they say that. People are able to see through your walls now because of Wi-Fi. They just got to be able to pick up like the Wi-Fi signal and figure out where the Wi-Fi devices are. Weren't they able to do that before? Fuck if I know. I think they can kind of like detect where it is. I don't know. I didn't read the study. You just don't want them looking at your balls. Well, they can look at my balls all they want. They can subscribe to my OnlyFans <laughs> page. Uh, God, we'll shave them on camera for them. You just got to tip me some money, honey. Pete Davidson and Snoop Dogg to captain All Star the All Star games between the NFC, AFC and NFC at the All Pro game this year between the uh, the flag game and also all the activities. Mike Pete Davidson, Snoop Dogg are the captains. What do you think? It's, no drug testing this weekend. No. NFL, oh God, no. none whatsoever. Also, um, people, I don't trust that bitch, Alexa. You know what, Alexa freaks me out. Um, real quick. Alexa freaks me out. You know what? I'm going to go into that more tomorrow or Monday, Mike. Remind me to talk about Alexa on Monday because I do okay. have a couple stories that I just came across and things that I came across, and I do have some interesting things that I want to talk about with Alexa. But let's move on. Um, so you like the uh, you like this, the captains for the All Star game? Oh, I, I like it. I like it. I, that's probably going to make me want to watch to see what kind of shenanigans Snoop's going to get. I in. love Snoop. I will watch because of Snoop. Absolutely. Next, Mike. Uh, Carol Baskin's husband found alive and well in Costa Rica. Big news as of uh, yesterday. Is it uh, that the fellow that was supposed to be dead and that yeah, caused a bunch of tigers issues? Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed, man. I that's like very anticlimactic. Carol, yeah, Carol fucking Baskins, right? Wasn't that her? That Carol her, uh... fucking Baskins. 
right before COVID came. This was the big talk. Everybody yeah, was, was like right the at, the, at yeah. the kickoff of COVID, man. The scriptwriters had this one down pat, baby. Yenzer.com. Psych. Yenzer's con. Yenzer con, Mike. Like the comic con. Uh huh. Yenzer con is coming to Pittsburgh. As it should. As it should in the spring. I don't have a date on that yet. So keep your eye open. If you want to go oh. to Yenzer con. Yinzer Khan, which I misread in the first place. It wasn't Yinzer.com at all. I don't know what's over there. So I, I just know. want to I'm say. I'm afraid to go to Yinzer.com. But you should not be afraid to go to two dumb Yinzer.com. You should be very, yeah, not afraid at all. Not afraid. We are not all out of pocket on the on the uh, website. But the uh, Yinzer Khan will be coming, Mike. And I, I imagine it's going to be a lot of cool shit. You go down there. And like, uh, he you know, is just like an international man of mystery, right? Like everyone gets caught in Costa Rica. Panama is better. <laughs> he has a story for every, uh, he does. And every city I, on the map. I love it, man. Uh, he is secretly the most inter interesting man in the world. But as I messed up, yes, Yenzer Khan, Yenzer Khan, everybody coming in the spring, there's gonna be a bunch of cool st stuff. I imagine Steelers things, Yenzer things, all that fun stuff. So check that out. We'll keep you posted more as we hear. And finally, Mike, the one thing that I want to talk about is not news. I just kind of came across this the other day, and it's miscellaneous, so I'm going to throw it in right here. Uh -huh. The uh, the these slap contests, yes, where these people stand directly in front of one another, and yes. the other person slaps them. Yes, this should be much more popular than it is. It should. I love it. I like seeing the guys get hit and they get knocked out. They fall to the ground like instantly, and then you get the real big guys who have no neck. And they're in there, and they don't even budge. Uh -huh. But then they get a turn to hit the kid with the neck. Yeah, I could watch this regularly. I swear, if they would make this a a, a, a um one of the four major sports, I would be satisfied. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't miss baseball one bit. Me either. Like, I, I, think... I, I I've seen videos where like dudes like arms are like this big around, hands like two sizes as mine, smacking some dude that looks like a bean pole. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I just love out. it. And like they have no mercy when they smack this guy. I want to see it presented to me though, you know, in a way that I don't want to have to go search for it in a sense. I I want them to yeah. make a league, an association, something that's set up, something that's um, you know, it has meaning. And I would sit there and watch it. I would watch it for a half like, hour to an hour every he, every time it was on. I love the slap contest. Like, I love like, it. Like ESPN really should make ESPN eight the Ocho. Yeah, and this could be their flagship programming. Because, like I said, anybody could turn it on any moment. But I, I mean, those are just random things. I, I want to see something put together towards a competition. Who's the best? Who who takes the most slaps during the the bracket and, yeah. and wins the whole thing? And you know, I I, you, I just you I don't love talk it. about CTE. These guys are gonna have CTE after like one day. Yeah, and they don't. They love it. They're like, yeah, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, me too. P. Unfortunately, underneath this bird's nest on my face i have a neck too I, I wouldn't be any good at it but i do enjoy i i enjoy it thoroughly i, I would watch it every single time it was on I, i'd be afraid like my not like a broken jaw but like my teeth being chipped yeah anything I mean, I'd, I'd worry about that man i mean you get that knockout point right here you hit somebody right here they're dropping so yeah. you're, you're going right to that with your i, I like love somebody, it i like love some it. of these dudes hands like you they're on their dude's face and it's like bigger than their entire head yeah these dudes are wild, man. Wild. Might that be today's? News. Uh, we got Super Bowl trivia, Super Bowl trivia, Mike, because it is the playoffs. 
Uh, we got time for this. Why don't you go ahead and give everybody a heads up on the wall on the website, and we'll jump right back into this trivia as soon as you're done. TwoDumbYinzers.com. Head on over there. With links to everything that you need for the Two Dumb Yinzers. YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, um, Facebook pages, Twitters, Instas, everything you need. TwoDumbYinzers.com. There you go, everybody. We are live every day, Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Check us out right here, or you can watch the show that we just did be uploaded this evening over on Spotify in podcast form if you just only have time to listen or only want to listen to the show. But every day we do the show, it does get uploaded at 8 o'clock in the evening, that particular show, over to Spotify. Check them out. Check them out. Uh, Mike, we'll just do a little bit of this trivia thing before we take off for the weekend, sir. Let's do this. This, everybody, p- participate, play at home. P, jump in with an answer if you'd like. Here we go. How many Super Bowl rings do the Manning brothers have combined? How many Super Bowl rings do the Manning brothers have combined? And go. Four. Throw the answer out right now. It's got to be four. All right, Mike says four. The P says three. Mike, explain. Oh, uh, no, four. Eli explain your thought process. Because Eli beat Tom Brady twice. And Peyton won one in uh, Indy and one in uh, what you call it? So you're Denver. saying Peyton won one in Indianapolis, one in Denver, and Eli has two because he beat Tom Brady twice. Yeah, that's what we're going with. All right, so four is your final answer? Four. Before I lock it in? Lock it in. All right. All right. Here we go. How many Super Bowl rings do the Manning brothers have combined? And Mike says four. P. Put P's, put, put P, P2 up first. That's right. Dang it. Or put, put P2 up first. I, I, I did. I did. I did. Okay. You're so killing. P2, P, uh, here it is. So P picked three, but now yeah. put P1 up. So then he said, dang it, four. So we'll, we'll go with, we'll let him, we'll go with his second answer because he oh, didn't, he... he didn't put in the final answer. Uh huh. Uh huh. Lock him in yet. So I'm locking P in. Lock it in. Four. All right. Here we go. One more time. How many Super Bowl rings do the Manning brothers have combined? Both of the guys here say four. Mike, the final answer on that is That's you're right. right four guys, you did get it. That was exactly correct. Uh, Eli had two against Tom Brady. Peyton Manning gets one in Denver. Peyton Manning also initially had one in uh, Indianapolis. That's a total of four. Um, you know what? That that yes, put P one up real quick. I do want to make a comment about that. <laughs> Denver Broncos don't win unless they have a Super Bowl quarterback. So just keep an eye out for whoever they uh I, I mean, well, I guess you have it, Russell Wilson. They tried it, they tried it one more time and it failed this time. <clears throat> Peyton Manning was that dude for, you know in that group project that did no work and still got all the credit for it. Yeah. That defense won that Super Bowl and the refs won that Absolutely. Super Bowl for letting that defense illegally hit Cam Newton. Time after time after time. I tell you what, I, I would have liked to seen. I, I think the Peyton Manning probably should have won another one. No, but he was had the you know he He's had the choker, misfortune. Man. 
of of having Tom Brady, uh, you know, in the league just like we were. If Tom Brady would have never happened, which is a big if, could you imagine what the Steelers could have done over the past twenty years and what Peyton Manning could have done over the last twenty years? Because somebody yeah. would have had a finish in those spots that Brady didn't, and, and we and they were always the two teams. Steelers and Colts were yeah. always the two teams going at it and getting knocked out by them. So Ooh, that's true. Ooh. My knee so. popped. I might not be back next week. <laughs> oh, All right, Lamar. All right. I just but, dropped uh, the light. My monitor just went out. This is great. I am just tearing it up. And that's what you get for stealing my Friday pen. I, you know what? Fine. I'm just going <laughs> to stare at a blank screen. Uh, but no, thank you. We do want to thank everybody for checking us out this week. We appreciate each and every yes, one. It was yes, a great week. Um, I hope everybody has a great weekend. Enjoy these divisional games. I'm sure I, I won't be, but uh, you know what? Oh, I'll I'm definitely be watching. It. I want all these teams to lose. I want all eight to lose. If there's a way all... that all eight teams could lose, I want that. That's what I want, Mike. Um, other than that, we will be back Monday to talk about these uh, these four games. It's going to be a lot of fun. But like I said, thank you so much for checking us out this week. We greatly appreciative. And uh, for Ryan, Mike, two dumb users, we'll see you next week. See ya. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs>